2: Continuing the upward journey, welcome in the beginning of a brand new week of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we cluster and take happy pills because happy days are here again, coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and lavishly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the other as we stand up to sports hunger designed for those nine-to-fivers, the other nine-to-fivers, right? We are hanging out with you, broadcasting live from the tire rack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection. Fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 Recommended installers. I'm told by Iowa Sam that is a lot. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Our lead comes A nice Sunday night matchup. We're going to enjoy this because there's some real turd burgers coming up on the Sunday night schedule. So we're going to enjoy what we had on Sunday night. A couple of teams that consider themselves, like to fancy themselves as legitimate AFC heavyweights. Well, they are. Like ships passing in the night in this moment. Now uh, we go to the Natty, the Queen City, home of the bright lights of Sunday night football with Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth hanging out. I did notice they plugged some restaurant in Cincinnati during the game. I hope they got free food for that. Uh, The Bengals and the Bills going at it on the field. Now maybe you were watching this game, possibly not. It ended not that long ago where Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow went out. How many yards passing did he have? Oh, 348. And a pair of touchdowns leading Cincinnati to a 24-18 victory over Buffalo, a game that the Bengals never trail. Buffalo never had the lead in this game. The fellows that play across the Ohio River from Covington, Kentucky, are 5-3 while the gentlemen who have to go back to just adjacent to Niagara Falls, find themselves a dismal, pathetic 5-4. and four. It's so bad. How bad is it for the Bills? It's so bad for the Bills. Even Bills Mafia doesn't know what to do at this point. A 5-4 and four record after nine weeks. But the better story is there. The better story is in the losing locker room. So that is how we will begin the Festivus of Talk as we discuss the question. Where are Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills after this latest setback? All right, so I've got Waffle House, Pep Boys, and ingredients. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make some uh, chili over spaghetti, which is the local delicacy, which our friend Justin in Cincinnati tells me is disgusting, but... I've never had it, so at some point I'll I'll have to go to Cincinnati and enjoy the local delicacy. But, A, this was a measuring stick game. Do we all agree on that? Does everyone in the class agree this was a measuring stick game? Yes. Do we also agree that Buffalo doesn't measure up to Cincinnati? Yes. Josh Allen, if you look at this performance, he continues to be lost in the sauce. Josh Allen being paid as a franchise quarterback, but not performing like the franchise quarterback. He's got the resume. He's got the contract. But if you covered up the name and I just merely gave you the results of performance without the name. And I said, what do you think of that quarterback? You would shake your head. You would put your head down in disgust and say, wow, that guy's a bum is what you would say. And here we are again, another game where Josh Allen is a middling quarterback for Buffalo. Uh, He's playing right now like he's at a Waffle House, and he's ordering the number four every game, the ham and egger special, because he's playing like a ham and egger. Very ordinary football, uh, nothing spectacular, unable to consistently hoodwink opposing defenses. Certainly – didn't do that in this game here. The last five weeks, that's over a month, the last five weeks of Buffalo Bill football with Josh Allen under center, franchise quarterback, God's gift to football, Josh Allen. how's he done? Nine touchdowns, five interceptions, the Bills offense averaging barely 20 points per game barely 20 points per game, and a 2-3 and three le- record, which they are lucky to have. That's the thing about this. The Bills are lucky to be 2-3. and three. All right? they, they lost to Jacksonville, lost to the New England Patriots. That's That should be worth four losses. And you lost to the Bengals in the Sunday night game. But remember that Giants game? That was a stinker. And the Buccaneer game, that Hail Mary on a Thursday night at – Easily could have been caught by Tampa at the last play of the game to win the game for the Buccaneers on the point after touchdown. And so you're you're right there. To, you're very easily one in, if you go back the last five weeks, one in four. It's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So that's actually the last six weeks now if you go back even further. But everyone in Buffalo is downplaying Josh Allen's shoulder, like Josh Allen's doing it, and oh, everything's going to be all right. I know there's some dumb fans that believe everything they hear from the players and the coaches and all that, and they don't think these people would ever lie to you. But the for the educated fan, you've got to be concerned. For the educated fan, you've got to be like, okay, so if Allen is fine. If Josh Allen is fine, then he has gone from name brand quarterback to generic label. Okay, that's what he is because he's not hurt. Says he's fine. He's just not playing well. All right, now page two. Who gets the blame? In Buffalo, we start with the quarterback, Josh Allen, who gets his big share of the blame wing basket, Josh Allen. The defense, also in general, here Uh, things are just the word is stale. It's like moldy bread. Watching the Bills, it just feels like it's played out. Now, can that change? Sure, it can change. But right now, in this moment, we do the show today. We don't do the show at the end of the year. We have a show to do right now in the moment. And in this particular moment, I watched the Buffalo Bills, and it just looks played out. It just looks played out. Every good band breaks up. Every good team breaks up. That's how it works, right? Things are backfiring. Maybe they should – the engine's starting to sputter, and so I don't know. Call Pep Boys, Manny Mo and Jack. They can come help you out. Yeah, just like that. Watch well, I, I can buy in two, two stores there. See, that's a different. That's a different company. Yeah, see, yeah, there you go. That's a different one. Anyway, but with without new ideas, without new fresh ideas, uh, then everything just kind of is stale, and that's where it is right now for Buffalo. And will there be some kind of intervention? Well, we'll find out, but Buffalo still has the gauntlet ahead of them. They've already lost four games. They're 5-4 team after nine weeks, and you look ahead here. You peek ahead. Now, the next couple of games, you assume that the Bills are going to win, but Buffalo lost to the Patriots. When you lose to the Patriots, you can lose to anybody on God's green earth. The next two, Broncos and the Jets. That's who's up ahead, those teams coming to Western New York. It's all oh, a guaranteed win. Well, the way the Bills are playing right now, every game is close. Can't guarantee it. They already lost to the Jets once, and the Jets' defense is elite. Their offense blows. And so here we are. And then after that, that's when the gauntlet begins. After that, the gauntlet. The gauntlet, the gauntlet is after that. You got at Philly, bye week, maybe they'll lose the bye week, at the Chiefs. Got the Cowboys at home and then a, a road trip to La La Land to in the hood in Inglewood to take on the Chargers. So, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, and Chargers all ahead. So, <laughs> a, 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 assuming, and I've got my crystal ball out, you should get one of these. They're pretty cool. You can buy them on Amazon now, crystal ball. I got mine years ago. I bought it at a garage sale. So, anyway, here's the, here's the deal four losses route. Now, five and four. And if you play the shoulda, coulda, woulda game, if everything breaks right for the Bills, they win the games, they're supposed to win, lose the games, they're supposed to lose. Nine and eight. This is a nine and eight football team. The Buffalo Bills are a nine and eight football team. Is that good? I'm asking for a friend because it certainly doesn't look very good. And then you turn to the coach, Sean McDermott, and he got an extension and People say, well, he's going to be there no matter what. Uh, That doesn't guarantee anything. Ask uh, Josh McDummy in Vegas about an extension, big contract and all that. The greatness of the Raiders. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. The only business that means something in is in my business because radio stations do not fire people with lots of money on their contract. They don't because they don't want to pay them out. NFL teams, they have no problem with it. They don't have a license to print money. All right? And it's it's just money. You can make more of it. You can get more of it. And, uh, y- y- and the other thing is you know what's on the horizon. here, looking into the crystal ball. That we haven't even gotten the proverbial Stefan Diggs nuclear meltdown. I'm not happy. Boo-hoo-hoo. I'm going to take my football and go home. We haven't had that yet. We know that's coming. At some point, that is coming. Like clockwork. It's going to happen. All right, last word here. We stop by the winning locker room. The winning locker room. Why? Why not? Because uh, the Bengals, uh, on the come, as they say in the poker world, have Joe Burrow and the Bengals won you over. Yes. I am nodding my head yes Uh, That is correct. Now, we did declare, if you saw the TV show Benny versus the Penny on regional cable television, making regional cable television great again, we did declare that the Bengals are back, the Cincinnati Bengals, and Joe Burrow, more importantly, is back. We said that on TV, and we believe that, and he made us look somewhat smart in this game and helped us win a couple of shekels, which we're happy about. The Ravens. Right. Everyone's talking about the Ravens, and they had an impressive win, but they played at a, a team with no quarterback, the Headless Hawks from Seattle. More on that later. And the Ravens have some, some cool numbers and all that, but I, I think if you look at the, the card here, uh, who's the biggest threat to Kansas City in the AFC hierarchy? It's the Bengals, uh, and that's because of Joe Burrow. Right. Joe Burrow is bird-dogging Patrick Mahomes. If you look at the AFC, that's i mean—that's just common sense. You don't need me to tell you that. That's just a f- You know football. You know that. Joe Burrow, the last month for the Bengals, completing over 75% of his passes for 10 touchdowns, two interceptions, pass rating over 111, and it's translating to wins. It's translating to wins and losses. Wins and bleepity-bleep losses, an old baseball player. Long dead named Tony Phillips told me years ago wins and losses, wins and blankety blank losses. It's all about. That's what it's all about, right there. All right. Now, in terms of this particular game on Sunday night, the high efficiency, high efficiency Cincinnati offense, those long, methodical drives, converting over 50% on third down, back breaking for defenders when they think they're about to get off the field, get some orange slices and some Gatorade, and then sit on the bench and play grab-ass with each other, and then they have to stay out there for another set of downs. Uh, And that happened. Long, methodical, eat-the-clock drive. Cincinnati had the ball for almost 37 minutes. That is domination. That is spitting a loogie at the Bills' defense is what that is. And this Bengal team, right now they're the last team in, but a lot of time to go in the NFL season, a lot of
3: twists and turns. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next.
2: Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash SportsTireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Do not choke on the schnitzel. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we form a band and speak our mind coast to coast. Border to border and beyond on the vast and impressively powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the sack. Our takes so good. You'll buy them by the sack as we are broadcasting live from the tire rackcom studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Our headline this hour. To begin hour number two, we go to Frankfurt in western Germany. Why do we go there? Because the NFL trying to take money from German customers. They figured like they've taken enough of uh, money from people in London. And Let's go over to Germany here. And we'll have a grand old time. That was the site of an AFC Battle Royale. A much-anticipated Tyreek Hill revenge game. As Tyreek led the Dolphins' traveling road party into a matchup uh, against the the team that he used to play for, the Kansas City Chiefs, for all the pretzels. For all the pretzels. Now, I don't know if you watched or not. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say that I did. I didn't. Uh, but I did watch the highlights and uh, did uh, check out the uh, the clips online. There's no way I'm getting up that early. I don't care about time change or or whatnot. I ain't getting up that early watching an NFL game. They could play the Super Bowl at that time. I ain't waking up to watch it, okay? That's just me. I do an overnight show. I ain't getting up that time of the morning. But uh, I did watch the highlights, watch the clips, whatnot, and uh, the game was for the breakfast crowd. So if you, if you like the the bacon, the sausage—I uh, don't know what the German breakfasts are—but Patrick Mahomes, Mahomey, with big red watching, Patrick Mahomes went out there and tossed a pair of touchdown passes. Kansas City built up a 21-point lead and then have to they had to hold on by the skin and their chiny chin chin, but they still covered the number. The Chiefs, a small small favorite on the road and Kansas City wins 21 to 14. A lot of people bet the over on that game and they were called losers when the game ended. So the Chiefs improved to 7 and 3 after that stinker against the Broncos the week prior while the Miami Dolphins dropped to 6 and 3. Much more on that. That is where the story is. We start with the Miami Dolphins. So let us discuss the question, because that's the better story. The question, how much does this game damage Tua Tungavailoa's reputation? So this is a harpoon to the Dolphin quarterback. I've got the weekend, doomsday clock, and Old Spice. And we will combine all of these things together. And we are going to make some sauerkraut, which is the taste the Dolphins had as they left.
0: Germany.
2: uh, Well, not everyone likes sauerkraut. Some people don't. But uh, it is a harpoon for Tua Tungabailoa, so we'll start with that. And this is more evidence. It helps validate that what everyone's been saying about the Dolphins is true. This was an opportunity for them to prove they are not frauds. Instead, Miami proved they are phony baloney. That's what the Miami football team is. They showed it. The world saw it. Those that were up early watching it, those that watched the highlights there. Tyreek Hill, this was his revenge game and he went out and had pedestrian numbers. Eight catches, 62 yards and a fumble that ended up giving a touchdown as it turned out to Kansas City. And What they have now done is again the V word, validation. The Miami Dolphins have validated things. They are a mirage. The Miami Mirage, we're going to call them for the rest of this year until proven otherwise. And if you had Tua Iloa winning the MVP award, you can forget about it. Forget about it. Bada bing, bada boom. That's over. That's over. Turn out the lights. The party's over for Tua winning the MVP. He is not a heavyweight. He is a lightweight, and he proves to be a lightweight. I don't care how much jujitsu he's doing when he goes against better opponents. Now, occasionally you can say he's a middleweight, but he's certainly not a heavyweight, and he looked like a lightweight against an elite Kansas City defense, which is near the top in many statistical categories, and backed it up on the field there. We saw Tua morph into a garden-variety quarterback. That's a fact. 193 yards, 5.7 yards per attempt, and a very mediocre stat sheet across the board in this particular game. It's like the weekend song that Tua, he can't handle the burning lights. Tua has a problem with the burning lights there, the bright lights, the big opponent, the big stage and all that. Uh, does not get it done. Not at the pro level. He did in college, but not at the pro level. There's a there's clearly a problem there, a disconnect. Now, some, some are weakened by the bright lights, and others are outright destroyed by them. And two, if you look at his performance here, he has been destroyed. He has absolutely crumbled. The Miami quarterback against the Buffalo Bills, who and, and that Bills win, or that Bills loss, I should say, for Miami, doesn't look doesn't look all that great as the Bills are five and four. And within a month, could be under five hundred themselves. But at the time Miami played Buffalo, that was a take a temperature in the room game. So if you look at it, the Bills, Eagles, and Chiefs, those are the three teams that are considered good that the Dolphins have played. And Tua has played his worst against those three teams. What's my evidence? Well, my evidence is both the eyeball test and the numbers. The numbers indicate that the Dolphins' offense is slow. They're slow. They're taking a nap when they play better teams. And Tua averaging 6.8 yards per pass against those three opponents. Uh, He's got three touchdowns, two interceptions, uh, garbage time uh, touchdowns included in that, a couple of fumbles. Very mediocre numbers. And the Dolphins, here's the most damning thing. The Dolphins have averaged 17 points per game when they have played the three teams that have good records. 17 points per game. When Miami has played bad teams, they've played six bad teams. The Dolphins are averaging, let me check my notes, 39 points per game. So 17 against good teams, 39 against bad teams. There's a 22-point disparity between the good and the bad when Miami goes against the opponent. Now, turning the page, we go to Baltimore, where the crab cakes are fresh, the football is good, and the opponent stinks. My goodness, Gus Edwards rumbling and stumbling for a pair of touchdowns in the Maryland sunshine as the Ravens overwhelmed, outclassed the Seattle football team, thirty-seven to three was the final. Thank you very much. The Ravens in that game I was very happy about that. Uh, but the better story is in the losing locker room. That is where the story is. As uh, this game hyped up as an interconference battle royale, is this a preview of a future matchup down the line? Uh, 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 uh. So we must ask the question, based on what we saw here, and this was a game that was in my rotation in the early television window, do the Seattle Seahawks have a Geno Smith problem? Do they have a Geno Smith problem? And uh, yes, I am nodding my head uh, that it that is a case here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is correct here. Because uh, during the 2022 season, you know, way back to, to 2022, uh, Geno Smith – played above his means. We knew he wasn't that good. We know who Geno Smith is. Geno Smith is a Ziploc bag of suck. That is who Geno Smith is. But for one season, and really for just a handful of games in that season, Geno was able to get it done. But now, after proving the doubters wrong in 2022, well, life comes at you fast in the big city. Geno Smith got a little more money from the Seahawks, and the doomsday clock has hit midnight for Geno. He is the guy we thought he was. And if you want to crown him, crown him. But Geno Smith is second rate by any measurement. This guy's a stiff. And even Nostradinus is to admit it. I know J.J. and Renton. Trying to think of our guys in Seattle. I don't know about Crying Craig. I know J.J. and Renton's on board with bench Geno He's a bum. The guy's a bum. So I went back and I looked at the numbers. Uh, Geno Smith, over the last four weeks, for yeah, last month, four touchdowns, six interceptions, a passer rating in the 70s. That's the guy he was with the Jets. That's the guy he's been. That's it. I mean, he's back. To, this is the real Geno. Where are those interviews where Geno said, I proved the doubters wrong. They said I couldn't do it. <laughs> you dope. You suck. You're not talking now, are you, huh? Of course you're not. You're terrible, Gino. Terrible. It's an embarrassment to the Seattle football team. It is. It, they got away with it for a while, but now the real Gino has arrived. And Pete Carroll, he right now is in a boondoggle because you don't want to bench Gino because the locker room likes him and all that, but you're trying to win games. And Seattle's it, you talk about the Dolphins being phony. Well, the Seattle Seahawks, they're right there side-by-side. Side-by-side. The Seattle Seahawks, now I don't know whether Drew Locke can play or not. I saw him play in Denver. I wasn't impressed. But at worst, that is a lateral move. At worst, it is a lateral move for Seattle to go to Drew Locke. Because Geno Smith ain't it. He is not it. And you got to do something else. We'll see what kind of patience Pete Carroll has. You, you got a little more patience because the team's winning in spite of the quarterback. They're the headless Hawks, the headless Hawks in Seattle. I think Blind Emmett, the Seahawk fan, should start a quarterback the way they wouldn't be any worse. How about that? All right, now, final point. Headline Lost Wages, Nevada, where the Raiders are back. The Raiders are back. Antonio Pierce coach at Long Beach Poly High School a couple years ago, and now he is a head coach in the NFL, and it's the second time in a couple years we have high school coaches taking over in the NFL. Jeff Saturday in Indianapolis last year, and now you've got Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce making his debut as the interim coach with the Raiders, and he takes over the sinking pirate ship as the autumn wind blows the Raiders. Forward in this game, Josh McDaniels excommunicated, and Josh Jacobs ran for 98 yards, a pair of touchdowns. A silver and black attack smothering the pathetic Giants. They shouldn't even be allowed to be called Giants with these kind of performances. So Vegas improves to 4-5. and five. The New York football team from the National Football Conference drops to 2-7. and seven. Is Antonio Pierce the solution that ails the Raiders? The Raiders obviously have an illness. So is Antonio Pierce the remedy for what has ailed the Raiders? And the answer right now is in this moment, yes, but only in this moment. And considering how much money the Raiders are paying out to former coaches, he actually has a very good chance of being the Raiders' head coach going forward, uh, assuming this team shows signs of life the rest of the year. Now, this game was a giveaway. This was a gift. Uh, The the Raiders played with a little more pep in their step. Is that true? Yes, Uh, that is true. Was this an Old Spice victory? Yeah, you you, you got that stank from Josh McDummy off you a little bit. The, The players had a little more of an edge to them. But let's not mistake that this game against the Giants was what we call a United Way special. This was a charitable performance by the Giants. and Most games are lost. They're not won. Daniel Jones, the Giants would have lost anyway if Daniel Jones had played. But when he went out with an injury, a non-contact knee injury, uh, his uh, right knee buckled on the first play of the second quarter, Uh, Danny Dimes was replaced by Tommy DeVito. The fact that Tommy DeVito, oh, he's the third-string quarterback. Give the guy a break. Listen, if the Giants do not go out and get somebody else and continue to throw Tommy DeVito out there, okay, then that's on the Giants. I mean, maybe that's what they want. They just want to lose every game. Tommy DeVito, the pride of the fighting Illini, playing like you'd expect a fighting Illini quarterback to do in the NFL. It's an embarrassment. Go ahead and get somebody else. The Minnesota Vikings just got a guy who hadn't met any of his teammates, didn't know their names, and he went out there and played winning football against Atlanta. Tommy DeVito, not so much.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
0: He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand-new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened... What you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week,
3: we're going
1: to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition.
0: Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Choose from the full lineup of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. It's
3: Maller. How about that? To the third degree. Tire in. This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
2: Justin Cooper.
0: The USC Trojans lost to the Washington Huskies on Saturday, and after the game, quarterback Caleb Williams jumped into the stands and sobbed into his mother's arms. Ben, do you think this display hurt his draft status at all?
2: No, but it's a bad look, right? I mean, he looked terrible. Uh, Now there's reports he's going to quit the USC football team and get ready for the NFL draft. I mean, he's got the talent. They draft on talent. But it's hard to take a guy like that and say, boy, this guy is going to be a great leader of men when he's crying like a baby after losing uh, the game to the Washington Huskies. Uh, I guess that's – I was told by somebody over the weekend that's the modern athlete, that a lot of guys are like that. They're pampered, and that's how they act. But
0: thats it was tough to watch. It was tough to watch. Next! Pacers star Tyrese Halliburton said that he thinks that the winner of the NBA in-season tournament should get an automatic playoff berth as that would incentivize the players to take it seriously. Ben, what are your thoughts on this idea? Uh,
2: Well, we know who the fool on the Indiana Pacers is. This is ridiculous. Uh, How about you win your first game of the year? You're automatically in the playoffs. It's a Fugazi tournament. Adam Silver cooked it up. It's embarrassing. Almost like the Indiana Pacers defense. I think they're allowing 120 points a game, last I checked. That ain't good either.
0: Next! Clemson came up with an upset win over Notre Dame this weekend, and after the win, Dabo Sweeney said, If Clemson's a stock, you better buy all you freaking can buy right now. Ben, are you buying? Yeah, it's a penny stock. I can afford a penny stock.
2: No, Cle- forget about Clemson. They're 5-4. and four. They're not going anywhere this year. And next year, last I checked, there, there's going to be two conferences, the Big Ten and the Southeastern Conference, Clemson's in the ACC. So they're even out. They're not in the big boys' conference next year. There's only two conferences they're out of it. So forget about it. How did we do? You passed this edition. That is
3: a winner. You can put it on the board. Yes. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice.
0: Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you.
2: And away we go. It's the Insta Advice Line on Screen Radio. Plenty of people in sports need our advice, but we can only choose one person in particular or one team. We give advice to coaches, players, prominent media figures, and whatnot. Well, this week. It's got to be the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are 6-3. They are three games. They played three games against the the teams that have winning records. They're 0-3, averaging 17 points per game. They're 6-0 against bad teams, averaging 39 points per game. So can we please give some advice to Tua Tungabailoa on not sucking against inferior opponents you're live on the air when you hear my voice the number 87799 on Fox this is a high volume high volume portion of the show we go through a lot of calls so call early and call often and again hello you're on the air advice to Tua Bailoa on not sucking against inferior opponents dolphins 6 and 0 against bad teams averaging 39 points per game they're 0-3 against teams that have a winning record, averaging 17 points per game. We'll start with you on line one. You're on the air. Advice to Tua Tonga Loa line one. Line one's not there. We'll go to line two. Hello, line two.
3: My man, Ben, finally gets a shot at the biggest Laker toe sucker, Bill Plasky, and you guys play patty cake for 20 minutes? That's right.
2: We did. Yeah, I man, we hugged it out, me and Bill. It was wonderful. Uh, hello, line three. You're on. I've known Bill for years. Line three. Hello. I'm come on. and I'm not guessing. All right, I didn't understand a lot of that. Probably better that way. Line four, you're on I'm not the a system. Air. Line player. four. I am a system. Hello, That's what he said. Oh, is that what he said? New coach
0: Brian
2: no I saw. I saw. He's gonna have uh, his debut right tonight for the Clippers against the Knicks. Uh, the system. I am not a system that. player. I, I am. A I guess system. I have to watch that game, right?
0: You got a Brian No
2: mention from Shane Des Moines. I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't listening. Line five, you're on the airline five. Hello. Quack. 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 Line 6. Hello, Line 6. We're giving advice to Tua Loa Line 6.
3: They suck anyway. Take them to the chopping block. Off go they head.
2: Okay. Thank you for that. Yes. Uh, line 1. You're on the air, Line 1.
3: Here's a good idea.
2: Vote third party. Vote third party. Vote these clouds out. Okay. Thank you. Uh, line 2. You're on the air, Line 2. We're giving advice to Tua Loa Dolphins are 6-0 and o against bad teams, averaging 39 points per game in those games, 0 and 3 against winning teams, averaging 17 points per game. Hello, line two.
1: Good morning, Time. Those who wear masks, Ben in-
2: All right, line three. Hello, line three. The Cowboys suck. Oh, that is true. Couldn't even cover the spread. Bad job by them. Line four, you're on the air, line Dallas four. Cowboys. Thank you, line four. Way to be listening and paying attention. Good job by you, unless it wasn't. You were terrible. Line 5. Hello, Line 5 at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox.
4: Man, tell them to go back to Miami and do more fishing.
2: There you go. Sean the Hood guy. Got to get him back in here. Line 6. You're on the air, Line 6. We're giving advice to Tua Tungabailoa. Dolphins are proving to be total frauds this season. They can't match up with the better teams. Line 6, what's your advice? Okay. That's a that's an imposter. How dare you? I'm not a system player. I am a system. Yeah. A line here we go. Line one. Hello, line one. Yeah, get you bikini All right. You gotta I don't know what's going on. Bikini? Is that what he said? Something like a bikini. Line two. Hello, line two. Huh? I not give
3: a damn.
2: Okay. You can say that about most things in your life. Line three. Hello, line three.
3: I made love to my
2: co-worker's husband. Wow. Congratulations. Hope you enjoyed it. Line four. Hello, line four.
1: They should fire that little dweeb Mike McDaniel and hire Josh McDaniels before we <laughs> they play the Raiders. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's good advice. Line, they should do that right now. What are they waiting for? Line five. Hello, line five. Yeah, that's a good idea. Vote their party. Vote their party. All right, line six. Hello, line six. Play the Brandon Trufa Autumn Wind. Oh uh, yeah, we should play that. We'll have to play we don't have time for that right now. Let's go we'll do it next hour. Let's see here. One more round through the calls. Advice to Tua Tagovailoa on not sucking against in against the elite opponents, because he has been terrible. He's been been fine against inferior opponents, but he's sucked against better opponents. Line one. Hello. <laughs> What's in Maine is making up for how much the Patriots blow. There you go. You don't need to worry. If the Patriots lose, you can you know win a little money. It's not all bad. Line two. Hello, line two. Line two is not paying attention. We'll do one more. Only one more. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I'll blame the Koopa Loop. We'll pick the final call on the instant advice line for Tua Tungabaloa. Cut. Uh, line six. Line six. You're on the air. Line six. I think the coach is cute, I want his All right, something about the, Hello, coaches. You're on the air. These Guys are
0: Hello, too you're slow. On the air. You gotta go quicker, Line Six. Come on, Line Six. At bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is...